Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome to Ask Me Anything. It's always a pleasure to join you every Tuesday right after the show here on Facebook Live. I want to thank my friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country Family of Dealerships for sponsoring this conversation with you every Tuesday morning. Listen, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, Governor, to me, is making this opening as painful as the closing There are so many rules and restrictions, so much confusion, and a lot of the opening of the state is, in my opinion, designed to distract you from the real incompetence of this administration. Think about this. Governor Murphy and Judy Persicelli are... are, health commissioner who's also a nurse which is just outrageous to me that so many things were allowed to happen they ended up forcing nursing homes and long-term care facility places to accept positive covid patients starting on march 29th at the peak of the pandemic the peak of it they were pushing sick people into the nursing homes. Now, when you think about that for a moment, then you break down the numbers. And I I posted an article in the Wall Street Journal from uh, today that talked about, a unbelievable, the numbers of people who died in nursing homes and long-term care facilities is staggering, tens of thousands. They estimate more than 42,000 of your loved ones died in a nursing home or a long-term care facility. Think about that for a minute. 105,000 deaths related to COVID-19, as reported by Johns Hopkins University tracking, which has been uh, tracking this since day one. You take out somewhere between five and 10,000 that were overinflated. We already have documented inflated numbers, 1,400 in New Jersey, overreporting, 3,700 in New York City, and and then Pennsylvania, hundreds at the nursing homes, I'm sorry, at the at, at the uh, funeral homes where they said, hey, we've been told to mark this as COVID-19, but it's not. Take that down, right? So now we're probably looking at around 95,000 deaths from COVID-19. Then you pull out literally 42,000 more. Guys, we had a flu season and we're going crazy. All right, Edward Murray, Bill, when can I see my girlfriend who lives in Highland Park and I live in Pottstown? Um, Edward, let me ask you, why haven't you just gone to go see her? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean... Listen, I said this on the air earlier. We had a gathering of normals at my home over the weekend, and I'm going to do it again this coming weekend. We're not going to stop living. It is absolutely outrageous. I've encouraged my kids to see their friends. It is time for people to interact. You cannot shut yourself in. You're only going to be hurting yourself health-wise. Soira Cantos Boothroyd, what's wrong with you? You sit here and have no problem with being extremely contradictory. Uh, Soira, what are you talking about? I'm contradictory to whom? I'm right in line with the epidemiologist at Stanford, right in line with the infectious disease lab docs at Oxford, right in line with the Danish health authorities, right in line with the epidemiologist in Sweden, right in line with the World Health Organization. You understand that not only am I in line with all of these credible medical sources, but also Dr. Daniel Murphy, who is the head of emergency medicine at St. Barnabas in the Bronx, the hardest hit area in the world and even he said it the thing peaked on april 7th april 7th so don't tell me i'm being contradictory i am a bit of a contrarian that's true but the problem is you if you're walking around with a mask and you're scared to death you're going to get sick you are actually flying in the face of medical science look at what's happening in south carolina georgia and florida opening for business people at the bars again people going out to eat people going to the beaches embracing one another shaking hands 
No mask. They're acting like normal American humans. Joshua Poppy, cut your hair. Right? This is crazy. Here's the thing. So I'm in a whole issue with my hair because I'm not going to wear a mask to get a haircut. So as long as these ridiculous rules are in place, not going to happen. I'll be in a ponytail before I submit to this absurd and unhealthy mask culture. Linda Sosnowski, where do I get your info? All right, Linda, why don't we list it one more time? The World Health Organization, the Danish Health Authority. These are There are reputable doctors and epidemiologists across the world that have advised the public against wearing masks all the time. It's not me. I'm not a doctor, but I can read. I suggest you do, too. Andrea Lynn Camarado Van Benshoten, my favorite name on Facebook. Uh, your husband went to a store yesterday, forgot to wear a mask. He walked in. He apologized, started to walk out, and the guy behind the counter said not to worry about it. Andrea Lynn, thank you for making my day. You got to push the envelope a little bit here. First of all, they cannot legally ask you if you have a medical condition. That's according to privacy rules, HIPAA, and the Americans for Disabilities Act. That's number one. And number two, no one's going to ask you if you just start leading by example. Now, I'm not saying get into a confrontation. I tried an experiment. I went to the outside um, Home Depot garden center. I didn't have a mask. My wife was with me. My daughter was with me. People started taking their masks off, realizing how stupid they looked, 80 degrees outside in a flower shop. Chris Yazinski, Bill, we should just go back to living like humans. We can get sick from anything. Uh, yes, Chris, we have immune systems. Actually, the whole point is you get sick and you beat it and you move on. People get sick all the time. People are fighting and training bacteria and viruses all the time. The idea that we allowed the propagandists to convince us that somehow being human was dangerous to our health, the minute we accepted that line of thinking was the minute we gave up our civil liberties in a flash. Now try to get it back. Jersey James, what about these toll hikes? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Can you imagine like a 40% toll hike in the middle of an economic shutdown? Let me tell you what that's going to do to the cost of goods and services in this state. You've got trucks trucking things from up and down the eastern seaboard all coming through New Jersey. The idea of putting that kind of burden on small business, small trucking companies and individual commuters at a time when people are struggling to make ends meet, it's unconscionable. But again, they're trying to distract away from the fact that Judy Persicelli, Gerbeer Graywall and Governor Murphy have blood on their hands from the 5,000 people that died behind the nursing home halls. And you know what's amazing to me? Kabir Graywall, the attorney general, who you have not really seen in public in about a month or so. I don't know why. Uh, interesting that he's got the state police and he's got local law enforcement all geared up to break down religious events. They dragged a rabbi out of his house, for God's sakes. But they're all cheers for the protesters out there right now that are disparaging police officers and painting with this broad brush of acting like all cops are racist. I'm sick and tired of it. It's a fake, false narrative, and it's dangerous. Darlene Williams Buffard, why are the rioters not condemned by the Jersey government? Yes, Darlene, that's exactly my point. How is it possible that you've got a governor that literally standing with these protesters who are violating every rule that he set out for small business, but that's okay, that's their right, that's their free speech. Well, what about your rights? What about your rights as a business owner? What about your rights to make a living? What about your rights to walk around and not endanger your own health by having some disgusting, sweaty Petri dish strapped to your face? Apparently, your rights don't matter. And when it was politically convenient to beat up Donald Trump, you had Murphy and the others. Don't forget this. 
praising the World Health Organization. Pra- remember something. This shutdown originally came from the numbers that were talked about by the WHO back in January and February about the potential of a 3.4% mortality rate. Even the World Health Organization came back around and said that wasn't even close to being true. But it was convenient to use those numbers to shut our economy down and crush your liberties. Now they turn around the same organization says, hey, guys. Nobody should be wearing a mask walking around in public unless you're a healthcare provider dealing with sick people. And governments across the globe are starting to adopt this policy. Not our government, no, because they'd like to keep you down and suppress you. And there's no better symbol of suppressing your constitutional liberty than by forcing you to cover your face. It's disgusting. We shouldn't stand for it. Mary Jo Saker. Will I be running for governor? Stay tuned. I don't have any plans to run for governor, but thank you. A lot of people ask me that. And part of the problem is, to be very honest with you, is you don't have a strong group of Republicans right now to stand up to Governor Murphy. There are no Democrats with the guts to challenge him in the primary. And it's almost like every politician out there got scared. Maybe it is time for somebody who's not a politician to run for the office. We'll see. Trisha Modica DiMatteo, what is the truth about COVID-19? Once you show immunity, can you get it again? Um, I don't know, Trisha, I'm not a doctor. Some doctors say it's very unlikely that once you are infected that you will ever get it again. However, similar to the flu, right? You get a flu shot, you're protected against last year's flu. What we know from the epidemiologists and the infectious disease specialists is that it has already mutated, they say, at least 14 times. Now, that was a month ago, so maybe it's even more now. They also know that as it mutates, it gets weaker. That's why I don't know if you heard on the show this morning, a young man called, he got sick, his girlfriend got sick, his 88-year-old grandmother got sick all three doing fine survived with flying colors and the doctors suspect it's because it weakened as it spread so again if that's the case that it weakens as it spreads then we should have been open from day one we should have been open from day one protect those that have a compromised immune system but as far as everyone else get out there hug a neighbor come on uh, all right. Remember uh, Matt Morrison. Remember when you said you wouldn't watch the flyover for our first responders? Do you think uh, do you think that makes you any less American? What Matt? What? A, what? A, I don't even understand what you're talking about. The flyover was absurd. You've got people that are starving. You've got people that are not taking care of their serious medical conditions because the government has everybody panicked over COVID-19, which for most of you isn't even going to be a blip on your radar in your whole health history. So the idea that there were flyovers that cost the government so many millions of dollars to put fuel in these planes and all that they're doing... And we've got people that are out of work? No, I thought it was ridiculous. And we've overplayed the whole front line. Let's face it. We had a rough, rough virus season, no doubt about that. And many nurses and doctors worked extra hard, 12, 15 hours a day, no doubt about that. They should be praised for a job well done. That said, there are many more docs that never hit the front line. They were actually furloughed and shut down because the panic shut down other health resources. And if you've got diabetes, heart disease, needed your vaccines, all these things, you're the one that suffered. So again, what we're putting all the focus on a select few frontliners and we have forgotten the rest of society. I'd say at best unfair, at worst criminal on the part of government for hurting the rest of society all right guys i gotta wrap it there i want to thank my friends at flemington car and truck country family of dealerships 
Let me tell you something. Steve Califer is a friend. It is an outstanding company, and I appreciate them very much for sponsoring this conversation with you every Tuesday. I will be back tomorrow on the air, 6 to 10 a.m. Remember, go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Read the latest. Get the facts. It'll help you put aside the fear. See you tomorrow.